It's Saturday morning. You're listening to High School Sports Saturday right here on 104.5 The Zone. Glad you're with us. Beautiful Saturday morning out there today. And what a great day to talk about high school football. Week two, almost in the books in the TWSAA 2021 football season. Something out there you think we need to know about? 615-737-1045. If you're on Twitter, give us a follow at Tate Matthews. That way you'll know who the guests are going to be each and every Saturday morning ahead of time. The lineup, the news brought to you by the Diner at Nashville. Then we're going to get to our guest, Coach Les Trotter, Waverly Tiger Basketball will be joining us. A lot of people wanting to know what they can do to help. Coach Trotter is going to tell us here just in a little bit. Ingle Martin, CPA football will be with us after that big win for the Lions last night. Charles Rathbone, Page Patriot Football, big win for the Patriots. And then, as always, the villain zone, Tom Kreger of the Tennessean. All right, the news brought to you by the Diner Nashville. As always, headed downtown this weekend or during the week. Get to the corner of 3rd and Demumbrium. You'll see the six-story building. You'll know you're in the right place. Get to thediner.com. Go to the self-walk, and you can go through a tour, a visual tour of the diner. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Get up on that sixth floor. The oysters are back. The sushi is back. Best Rockefeller anywhere downtown. Best selection of oysters anywhere downtown. Best view anywhere downtown. And what I love the most is you don't have a band playing in your uh, in the background so you can have a conversation. So anytime you're down there this weekend or during the week, make the Diner Nashville your huddle point. All right, week two in the books. About 30 cancellations. I take that back. Almost in the books. Number one, Oakland still has a game to play. About 30 cancellations last night. Crazy. But the ones that played, what a great night of football. We'll start with the large school top 10. Number one, Oakland faces Madison Richland, Mississippi today at 2 p.m. Number two, Summit got a COVID win over Spring Hill. They play at Brentwood next week. Number three, Lipscomb, 62, Independence, seven. Alex Broom, 15 carries, 211 yards, five touchdowns, and a receiving touchdown for the Mustangs. Number four, CPA, 21. Number nine, Brentwood Academy, 17. Cade Law, the sheriff, 169 passing yards, 73 rushing yards, one touchdown. Langston Patterson, 72 rushing yards, two touchdowns. The dude, Reed Williford was all over the field, and the puppy dog with a fumble caused fumble at the end of the game. Number five, Montgomery Bell Academy, 26, Pearl Cone, 21, Barry and Brown, 14 rushes, 217 yards, one touchdown, and one receiving touchdown. JP2, 45, Pure Youth Alliance, 22, the Knights are 2-0. Ravenwood, 7, 35, Brown. Battleground Academy, 31. Carter Pace, 13 rushes, 100 yards, one touchdown for the Raptors. Number eight, Riverdale, 35. Rossview, zero. Marcus Lloyd, 13 rushes, 103 yards, three touchdowns. Number 10, Mount Juliet, 44. Maplewood, eight. Griffin Thronberry, two rushing touchdowns, one from the quarterback position, one from the wide receiver position. Beach, 17, Henry County, 7, Jackson Ford, 8 for 10, 154 passing yards and a touchdown. Tullahoma, 38, Coffee County, 7, Ryan Scott continues to play at a very high level, 13 for 16, 241 yards, four touchdowns. He hit nine different receivers. Page, 28, Franklin, 0, Eric Hazard, Ethan Cunningham, Brock Hogan, all with rushing touchdowns. Hendersonville, 27, South Warren, Kentucky, 20, Ellis, Ellis, 
two rushing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown. Overton, 42. Ryder, uh, 42. Stratford, 16. Ryder Hagen, 16 for 25. 307 yards, four touchdowns for the Bobcats. Cookville, 42. Livingston, zero. Mace Thompson, 12 for 16. 120 yards and a touchdown for the Cavaliers. Siegel, 28. Laverne, 27. Tracy Saw, 55-yard touchdown reception for the Stars. Fairview, 28. Creekwood, Seven, Kennedy Pendergrass, eight rushes, 70 yards, one touchdown, six for 11 passing, 106 yards, two touchdowns. Marshall County, 21, Shelbyville, 14, Devontae Davis, 12 rushes, 71 yards, three touchdowns. He had an interception on defense. Centennial, 45, Lincoln County, zero. Josh Forsey, three more touchdowns for the Cougars. The Cougars, two running clocks in a row. DCA, 48, Harding Academy, zero. Ashton Jones, Six rushes, 123 yards, three touchdowns. Green Hill, 35. Kenwood, 16. Brax Lambert, 30 rushes, 259 yards, three touchdowns. Lawrence County, 45. Loretto, 38. Alex Carr, 11 for 16 passing, 174 yards, two touchdowns. He had an 82-yard rushing touchdown. He had a 67-yard punt return touchdown and an interception on defense. Eagleville, 49. Houston County, 14. Brody McLemore, 14 rushes, 132 yards, two touchdowns. Cascade, 25, Cannon County, zero. Taylor Dow, two interceptions, one form, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery. Father Ryan, 26, Brentwood, 13, Bryshawn Johnson, Jackson, 17 rushes, 78 yards, two touchdowns. And lastly, on Thursday night, Cane Ridge, 55, Antioch, six. How cool is this for those of you that have been watching high school football in the mid-state for a long time? Mose Phillips III, two interceptions for the Ravens. That's the news brought to you by thedinernashville.com, the Diner Nashville. We've got Coach Les Trotter, Waverly Tiger basketball on the line. Les, good morning. Good morning, Tate. Hey, brother, I appreciate you joining us. Uh, tough week for the Waverly community. And, uh, you know, first of all, I want to uh, once you, a lot of people know you, you're the basketball coach there, been there a long time. A lot of people have been asking, um, let everybody know how you and your family are. Everybody's safe, tough week, but uh, catch everybody else on the, tr- everybody up on the trotters, please. Um, yeah, it's been a tough, it's been a tough one. Um, you know, Friday night, uh, we played Camden and everybody was at the football game and you know, life was normal, and then Saturday morning we woke up, and it was quite a bit different. Um, people have been working this week to try to get their lives lives back to some kind of normalcy, um, and the outreach of help from people in this community and people all over the state. I, I couldn't even mention. Uh, the number of people that we've had reach out and try to help us um, during this tough time is is remarkable, really. So we, you know, we're just thankful for that. We couldn't do it without those people. So really thankful for those kind of things. Coach, a lot of people have asked, you know, how do we help? And uh, you've seen the outpouring of support for the football program, which is which by other football programs, which is unbelievable. Um, you know, it's it's yeah. really neat to watch. Uh, warms your heart. But 
there were other programs that were affected as well, the soccer, the baseball, uh, the basketball, uh, softball. For those that are wanting to know how can we help, I think I think you answered it uh, on Twitter yesterday, but we are Waverly.com. Is that the best way to help right now? I think so with our athletic programs. I think it is. Uh, we've had people ask about supplies and if they, you know, if they were to come, what could they do? Um, I, supplies seem plentiful right now. And as far as actual help um, being here, um, I, I wouldn't even know where to, to tell you where to start. I mean, you could just come and jump in, and and there's plenty to do. Um, but the the website that uh, actually Brent High and his wife Emily Pleasant have created for us. Emily is a alumni here. Uh, she played at Lipscomb, and uh, Brent is at Lipscomb. Um, it, they created this website for us and, and allows people to uh, donate money to our programs and, uh, you know, help us financially try to get this equipment back that we've lost and get these kids back involved in athletics and get back to, uh, you know, doing what, they're, what they love to do. You know, you only get one trip through this. The kids do, you know, they get, you know, so as time moves forward, that's time lost for them. So, you know, we're trying to get them back as quickly as we can um, and the and best we can um, during this time. So um, you can see, the, it, it's as you mentioned, the, the website is wearewaverly.com. It'll take you right to the links that will... Uh, uh, enable people to donate money, and uh, you can see that on my Twitter page. Uh, it or just type the address in to the URL, and and it'll take you right to it. But I would say, you know, for people that would have to travel and people from all over that you know wouldn't be able to physically be here or you know do things here in the community, that would be the best way to help us if they could. Yeah, and, and the other thing about the wearewaverly.com, obviously this is a show about sports and we're big high school athletic people here, but there's a lot of people that don't have anything to do with athletics and Waverly that were affected that need your help. There's a, there's a link on there for the United Way of Humphreys County Flood Relief Fund. All of that money will go to the victims too. So, hey, this doesn't have to – we need to support these high school teams, right? But we also need to support the rest of the community. You can do that there as well. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people have lost everything. You know, they woke up Saturday morning and everything that they've ever worked for is gone. Um, you know, so you feel sorry for yourself for about two seconds, and then you and then you think about, the people that are having to bury their kids today and you quit feeling sorry for yourself and you get back to work. And that's what this community's done. But, you know, our heart goes out to those people that have lost loved ones. And, uh, yeah, we had a visual last night at the court square. It's just heartbreaking, um, to see, uh, you know, what those people are going through. 
uh, stuff can be replaced, but you know those lives of of kids who never really had a chance to to live um, is it, just I mean it's just almost too much. Yeah, it is, man. It uh, I guess the best thing you can do is if you pray, pray for them, and um, you know just keep them in your thoughts. Coach, I, I, everybody wants to help, and every all help is appreciated. I think the main message is um, labor. We need help cleaning this this up. Um, and I, but I do think one thing, the other important thing about this website is, I know a lot of people want to give uh, equipment or, or what so or things like that. But remember, we have no place to store it right now, right? So that's that's the other reason of the of the donation. Um, to the fund, to the on that wearewaverly.com, right? Uh, it, yeah. Equipment would be much appreciated, but we have nowhere to put it right now. Is, is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the football team is just kind of operate. You know, football is the most, you know, being in season is the most immediate. Um, it's something we're giving our attention to uh, the most right now. And, um, you know, they're operating out of the back of a trailer. And, you know, I went by the school the other day and the coaches were meeting outside in folding chairs. Uh, they, the field house is, was wiped out. Weight facilities wiped out. Uh, teams have sent us pads and, you know, different things. And it's just stacked up. And we, you're right, we don't have anywhere to put it. Um Space is a uh, for that kind of thing is an issue with us right now, but you know it's still appreciated. But donating to those websites would make it easier for us to get uh, to be able to to purchase equipment and to get new equipment in a in a manner in which we can uh, use it the best. I think. But that, that, that's correct in you saying that. Well, Coach, I appreciate you being on with us, man. Um, you know, we're, we're, well, we're thinking about you. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, um, you reaching out. Uh, you've been in touch with me several times as well as so many people I hadn't heard from in years have reached out, wanting to know what they could do. Uh, uh, it, it, schools from all over the state have tried to help us, and, and we're going to get back. You know, people in this community are tough, and we're going to get back. We're going to get back. You know, we're going to bow our necks, and we're going to get get this thing back right. But we cannot do it and, and could not do it without the help of so many kind people um, here in this community and across the state. We just couldn't do it. I mean, it's just too much. And, um, and, and I want everyone to know that, you know, that that is so much appreciated and, and that we, are, you know, thank them so much for that well said coach hey we will keep talking about it we'll keep pushing for it and we'll keep helping um take care of your family we appreciate you doing this love you brother thank you love you and keep us in your prayers yes sir coach les trotter waverly tiger basketball again if you want to help uh the best thing you could do is go down there and help uh, the second best thing you can do is go to wearewaverly.com. It'll show you where you can donate. And uh, like he said, tough community, they're going to make it back. And 
again. If you pray, pray for them. We'll be right back. Coach Ingle Martin, Christ Presbyterian Academy football, right here on High School Sports Saturday, 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back to High School Sports Saturday. College football is here. Cookouts are here. Have you taken care of your mosquito protection plan? If you haven't, go to Terminex.com, 877-TERMINEX, and go ahead and get that mosquito protection plan started today. You can do it for $39 a month. That's about a dollar a day. That's worth it that your better half's not upset at you that the guests are being pestered by mosquitoes. While they're there, go ahead and get the termite protection plan started. For about a dollar a day, you can do the same plan there. Some termite damage cases can cost up to eight to $10,000. Why would you risk that when you can take care of it for a dollar of a day? Robert Boyer and the crew in the Cool Springs office, if you can hear this show, you're in their service area. I know them. Attention to detail is their number one deal. So get both those plans started now at Terminex.com. We got Coach Ingle Martin, Christ Presbyterian Academy football on the line. Coach Martin, good morning. Morning, Tate. How you doing, man? Doing great, brother. Um, what a great atmosphere last night for those that have been to the den. Uh, no track. The stands are right on the field. It's a special environment. Coach Brandon, Eric Brandon, uh, if there's a better field guy in the state, I'd like to meet him. The field looked beautiful. But been a lot of great atmospheres at that stadium before. Uh, CPA, Brentwood Academy, first time ever. That was an unbelievable environment. You ever seen it like that before? Maybe Lausanne? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> a couple of guys who've been there a long time were talking. And, you know, we had Brentwood High, uh, I think it was 2013. Um, Brentwood High brought everybody, and, and it was it was that kind of environment. But I think the, the thing about last night was just the, the last five minutes of the game combined with uh, with a standing room only crowd. Man, it, it was a really good night for high school football and and a great football game. You know, I had had a bunch of respect for Cody White before this week. Started watching film and said, okay, I get why this guy's really good. And then and then the way his kids played last night, he's just a class act and. And Brentwood Academy is an institution we've got a lot of respect for. I agree. And it was so cool last night for, you know, the way um, – it's, it's unbelievable that these two have never played. One, the success that both programs have had in football, and then there's just so many people that were involved with both. Uh, RBA was there last night. Coach Pack was there last night. Coach Flat was there last night. Uh, one of your assistant coaches, Blue-Eyed John Patton, uh, great player at BA, great coach at BA, now great coach at CPA. Just it was really cool. How'd this game come about? Well, uh, I, you know, I think I think Brentwood Academy would play anybody any year. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of their deal. Um, probably four years ago, we were we were close we were close to getting a game, and uh, and you know didn't work out and then this time you know we're I think we're both sitting there trying to trying to get something worked out and Scott Wells who uh all you guys remember is you know one of the best best players Tennessee's ever had obviously great player at Brentwood Academy and an all pro in the NFL he's a he's a friend of mine and and he reached out he's their offensive line coach and said hey y'all open and and we were and and really the rest was uh rest was just getting the details done but Certainly a uh, certainly a great great football game uh, between two schools that I think got a lot of respect for each other. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, the opening drive, 
take the ball, drive it all the way down the field, quick passing game from uh, your your senior quarterback, Cade Law, three-year starter, to Reed Williford and, and newcomer London Humphreys and some, some nice runs. Uh, maybe, I don't know, it looked like we were trying to save Langston's legs a little bit. Glad we did. Uh, more to come on that later. Dawson Marrero and uh, Triple Lodge, Easton Dillard, uh, nice, nice runs on that one. But uh, go down, score on the first drive, kind of set the tone. And then the rest of the first half was really Brentwood Academy. Um, but as always, your Lions never give up, man. What would what, you tell them at halftime? Well, I, I think the <clears throat> the biggest thing is is both both of these games for us. We've had <clears throat> had some adversity in the first half, and um, you know the thing that I'm I'm most proud of, and all of our coaches are proud of, is just our kids keep playing. Uh, you know, they, they work and they keep playing, and they don't really care what's happening um, as far as the, the the result. They just keep playing. So last night was no different. Um, you know, it really wasn't about anything at halftime, except I think for us just continuing to to believe in what we're trying to do. Um, you know, I, I think uh, Brentwood Academy, you know, their first two games have been very, uh, I think, very good on defense. And uh, you know, they they don't beat themselves, and they they were there to to make some of the plays in the in the first half, and then you know, really the second half. Um, you know, our defense has played great the last two weeks. Um, you know, we, we've spotted uh, 14 or 17 points on, on offense or special teams against our defense, which has made it hard for them. But, uh, you know, every week you got a chance to, to make some corrections and, and uh, you know, defense was able to, to come through at the end there. It was a really special game. You were talking about Coach White. I, I, I think this is how it happened. But it's toward the end of the first half, um, CPA's pinned down deep. They punt. And their their returner fair catches the ball like what on the 35, 36 or whatever. Uh, they come out, their kicker comes out with a tee, and they do the old fair fair catch free kick. Have you ever seen that? Uh, honestly, did you know what was going on? Because I didn't. I had to ask Aaron Bryant what was going on. But um, so they kick it, and it's a field goal. They're up seventeen. Seven. I, I'm, I'm guessing that Coach White told that young man to fair catch it. Uh, that was brilliant. I thought. Yeah, that, that's one of those rules that uh, when when you can have a team pinned up and they've got a punt at the end of a half with not a lot of time left, um, you know, you you try to fair catch the ball and you get a a choice of whether you want to go on offense or or if you want to take a free kick. And a free kick is literally like a kickoff, except if you kick it through the uprights, you get three points. And so their kicker, uh, I, you know, I don't know that I've seen a, a better high school kicker. That kid was killing the ball in warm-ups. Every kickoff went through the end zone. And, you know, our guys were like, all right, what, what are we going to do, Coach, if he kicks it short? And I said, guys, he's going to kick it over the net. So don't worry about that. But if for some reason he does, just like a kickoff, try to return it. Um, but, yeah, that's, that was really uh, savvy savvy play by, by Coach White, and, you know, I, I don't expect anything less um, of, of, of him, seriously. After after playing against them this week and, and watching them, they just – they don't make mistakes. And uh, there's there's no uh, big secret why Berwood Academy has been so successful in, in his tenure. Yeah. I, I think uh, there's so many great things. One, and on the Berwood Academy side, um, Landon Wells, at quarterback – first-year starter at quarterback. I know he, he, he played wide receiver last year, but one, 
Uh, he's going to be a heck of a quarterback. I think he even got only second game. I think he got even better as the game went on. He's an athletic kid. You can tell he's a confident kid. But, man, he really posed problems all, all, all night long. But on the CPA side, I, I think the growth of your offensive line, four new starters this year, uh, Evan Carney, the only returner from your state championship team, that line just keeps getting uh, better from game to game. And, and you know, one thing that has, has kind of been a staple since you've been there, we're going to be a physical offensive line. This one's not up to where the other ones have been, but, man, they're getting there. And especially number 56, uh, George Collier was flat getting after it. Yeah, I think uh, Leroy Harris, who, who's been coaching our offensive line for the last four years, um, you know, he came in and, you know, we had Steve Haywood, who was here for, for 10 years with us. Uh, Steve did a great job of, of kind of uh, kind of meshing with what Leroy uh, and who Leroy was. And, and, you know, Steve handed off the offensive line. And when, when Steve did that our first year with, with Coach Harris, I knew that uh, that Coach Harris was was going to be pretty good because Steve Steve would not let anyone coach that offensive line, you know. And so uh, the last three years, those guys working together, and, and Coach Houston Nichols is joining us this year. Uh, I think those guys have have continued to get better throughout the summer. You know, we don't we don't do any football in June. You know, we try to let the kids have a summer, and so from that first Monday after dead period in July. Um, those kids have gotten better. Um, you know, we've had, we've had our share of quarantines and this and that's where, you know, we had, I don't know that we had our starting five together. You know, Evan was out with a, with a thing with his foot for a while. Uh, I don't know that we had our starting five together until our last week, um, the Macon County scrimmage. And so, uh, those guys have just kept getting better. And that's, that's the key for us. Um, we really want them uh, to look at September and October as, as a chance to improve. You know, we've got a finite number of practices left and make sure that we're getting the most out of each meeting, each practice, um, each time you've got a chance to lift in the weight room. And, and those guys do it. And, uh, I, I was looking at before the game, but uh, Coach Leroy Harris, he had the guys down there um, getting them going. And, and he just does such a good job of making those guys believe in each other and, and just creating this this one cohesive unit and, and that's what I think makes good offensive lines is when those guys all pull for each other and know that that we need each other to make this thing work and really proud of them you said George Collier he did incredible last night um, you know Gavin McAvoy played for the first time last night kid that that uh, big time baseball player came back out this year Charlie Ellis you know first time starting the last two weeks at center um, did a great job. Preston Slover uh, was a was a you know a tight end. He was a running back the year before that. Is um, playing down there, and then Dean Carrico's done done an incredible job as a first year starter. But again, I think it's it's just those guys becoming one. And uh, you know, for us, uh, that's been something that that we know that that our kids uh, are going to eventually do just because of the quality. I think of the coaches that have been coaching them, and, and Coach Harris has, has continued to do a great job with it. Yep. They call it a unit, an offensive line unit for a reason, right? No doubt. A fourth quarter, um, good friend of mine, Coach Jerry Elledge, said Coach Epps said it was going to come down to the fourth quarter. It did. Um, that's something that maybe more than anything other than your, your the, the culture of your program. Uh, I know you probably take as much pride in that weight room as, as anything and uh, usually if it comes down to the fourth quarter, I know you feel confident because of what Coach Epps and Coach Taylor do in the weight room. But 
leading up to that Langston Patterson run, which might be the best play I've ever seen, seriously, in high school football. Uh, I, I don't think it, you, you can um, understate uh, but the, the catch, the, the throw from Law to Humphreys, which you knew it was coming. They, they, they just missed a couple of times through the game. But that play, uh, we don't get the Langston run without that play, right? Yeah, I think that, that last drive, um, you know, uh, we had kind of had a chance uh, throughout the game to to just have some of those big plays happen. And uh, Cade made a great read and, and put it up there. And, and London's a phenomenal talent. Um, and, again, another kid, you know, playing his second-ever high school football game for us. Um, but but made an incredible catch, be able to adjust and, and keep his feet in bounds. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Coach Randy Heron, who, who's been with us 11 years, uh, came up to me after the game and said the call of the night was that run. And, and Houston Nichols, uh, in his first year with us, um, you know, calling the, the run plays for us, man, he, he dialed that one up. And, and you got to have a lot of confidence uh, as a – you know, 25-year-old coach to go to something that we hadn't tried the whole game. And uh, it was there. Guys executed it. And, uh, you know, if Langston had stayed outside on that run, he would have probably walked into the end zone. But in Langston fashion, he wants to to start carrying people on his hips at the 20. And, And we watched that last night. He literally had people on his back for 20 yards. It was incredible. I mean, it was one of those runs that, uh, you know, people were talking about Derrick Henry highlights in high school. That That's going to be one that will go with Langston the rest of his life. I mean, it's just unbelievable, the guys hanging off of him and to be able to continue moving forward. He's he's just an extremely rare, rarely gifted kid. Um, and, and the best part about Langston is, is he doesn't care who gets the credit. You know, to him, that run happened because all those guys up front blocked for him and, and Cade handed him the ball and, you know, he's going to thank everybody else, but, but just a, an incredible competitor. And, and I, I've said it a lot, but Vanderbilt's getting uh, a really special player that, that I think is going to help um, elevate them. And he's, he's going to do amazing things at, at Vanderbilt and, and probably beyond. No doubt about it. And as great of a player is, he's even a nicer kid, man. It's, uh, it's, no doubt. it's really cool to watch. Well, so he scores. Uh, oh, no, we scored with too much time left, and we almost did. Brentwood Academy takes it all the way down, uh, gets it on what, inside the five-yard line, and then uh, the goal line stand by the CPA line defense. It preserves the second-half shutout. What an unbelievable way to end an unbelievable game and an unbelievable night, man. It was really, really cool. Yeah, and again, you mentioned the Brentwood Academy quarterback. I mean, that kid's a competitor. Um, and, and to be able to make the play that he did to, to get the ball over our safety's head, to put him down there on the one, uh, just an incredible. I mean, that, that was a, a big – I think it was a third down. Um, you know, we have him stopped. And <clears throat> to credit to him and, and that kid who caught it. But, uh, yeah, the, the defense, man, they just didn't quit. And, you know, sophomore Jackson Matthews, uh, really probably shouldn't have even been playing in the game as much as he did, but we had a guy in front of him go out with a calf injury, and Jackson played great the entire night. Um, just a, a tough kid that, uh, you know, showed up uh, and, and was ready for his moment. And when when that uh, ball bounced outside, I think he, he knew that he had no other choice but to, but to try to rip that ball out. And, uh, just an incredible play to, to get that out and literally just fall right there on the one to, to preserve the win. But – uh, I, I'm just really proud of our defense. You know, they've, they've done great all year, and, and I hope they realize that 
it, it's because of the work that they're putting in and just maximizing everything talent-wise that, they, that they've got in practice and in the weight room. And, you know, we'll, we'll look to continue to, to try to get a little bit better next week. Well, it's amazing what kids can do when they truly know they can play free, and you guys are the best at that, man. So, hey, I appreciate it. This has been great. Congratulations. Big, big game uh, against your former tailback uh, next week, Jonas Rodriguez and the Battleground Academy Wildcats. Hey, they're good, coach. It's going to be another great game, but that's that's why you go to CPA. That's why you coach at CPA, right? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, coach Rodriguez has done a great job, and – you know, uh, he had ECS uh, right there at the cusp of a state championship and left them right when they won the state championship. And I know there's no question about BGA ready. And, you know, we, we peaked at them last week, and uh, they certainly look like they've improved. And so this will be a great game. And, and for us, it's it's first region game. So our kids will be excited and, and, and really feel like uh, getting to play them at home will be, be a fun night for, for us and another great night for high school football. Coach, thanks for joining us, man. Congratulations to you and your team. Have a great weekend. Love you, brother. Uh, yep. Thanks, Dave. Love you guys. Talk to y'all later. Coach Ingle Martin, Christ Presbyterian Academy, one of the best games I've ever seen. Hey, when you are in Nashville, the diner Nashville is your huddle point. South of Nashville, you know where to go. Sportsman's Grill, right in the heart of Cool Springs. Get off Moore's Lane. Look for the log cabin with the Christmas lights. You know you're in the right place. $6 happy hour specials daily, potato skins, cheese beans, nachos. But the full menu is back. The full menu is back. You know what that means? The Sportsman's Grill ribs are back. Half rip, half rack, full rack. Never disappoints. Black Jack Brad approved. We'll be right back. Coach Charles Rathbone, Page Patriot Football, right here on High School Sports Saturday, 104.5 Zone. Welcome back to High School Sports Saturday. Walker Chevrolet. They don't call them Chevy Central for nothing. Been in business selling Chevrolets since 1926. You don't do that without being really, really good at what you do. And they are the best when it comes to Chevrolets. Also award-winning service department. But most importantly, they're the official sponsor of the WCS Sports Conference. With that, we've got Coach Charles Rathbone, Page Patriot Football. Coach, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well, brother. I apologize. Got behind uh, with Coach Trotter, but it was very important, and um, I think it's okay being a, uh, a little behind uh, with with the message that he was bringing. But hey, twenty-eight to zero victory over Franklin last night. The Patriots are two and zero and playing really well. I think. Yeah, we're playing probably more surprisingly well considering all the injuries and some things we got going on. Yeah, I'm really proud of the kid. They, you know, one thing we're always going to do is play hard, and they played really, really hard last night, and and we, we luckily, uh, it paid off for us. Well, uh, you know, a, a lot of things that you can go to on this, but I, th- I think the number one thing is anytime you get a shutout, you're happy, right? But the defense held Franklin to 109 yards of total offense, and you, you felt good about this defense at the beginning of the season, but you know, two games in, a win over Fairview, win over uh, Page. Like, I mean, Franklin, like this, the defense really playing well. Yeah, they are. You know, the coaching staff does a really good job of getting them prepared on that side of the ball, and and the kids are playing hard. And we got some guys over there that can make some plays. And Ronald O'Connell last night with a couple of sacks, and Owen, and Laner, and 
Haymeyer is just a he's a smaller kid, but boy, he hustles to the ball. And of course, Colin Hurd is really playing well, shutting down one side. I mean, he's really doing a good job. You mentioned Colin Hurd shutting down one side, and just amazing. He's also playing quarterback. He he was your second string quarterback going into the season. Uh, came in what about the second half or end of the first half against Fairview. Three touchdowns last week. This week, 16 to 32, 199 yards, one touchdown, one rushing touchdown. Uh, in 5A football, you just don't see a guy playing both ways when one of those is on off uh, quarterback on offense. But this kid's a heck of a competitor. Yeah, and he's a very physical kid. I mean, I think last night he just got carried away with trying to do too much, and then once he settled down, he played pretty daggum well again. So. I'm happy for him. He's just a very, just a high-quality kid. He's everything you want as a coach. You know, you never have to worry about him getting in trouble. He's respectful. He works hard. And he just, he just absolutely loves the game of football. Coach, uh, you, you mentioned uh, in the paper that you, how many young kids you're playing. But you talk about young kids stepping up. Uh, we mentioned what Colin did. Eric Hazard, freshman. Ethan Cunningham, sophomore. Brock Hogan, sophomore all with rushing touchdowns. Uh, the puppies are stepping up big. Yeah, they sure are. We played four freshmen last night, I believe. So they all played pretty well. Um, Ethan Cunningham ran the ball hard. Uh, and Hazard, he's going to be a very special player here. In a, he's already special. But we're talking about big-time special here in a couple of years once he gets a little bit more size on him. So he, uh, he had a sack last night as well. He played every snap on defense and outside linebacker and for a freshman to do that at, at a position where it's the point of attack where you where you depend on strength and leverage and stuff like that that's that's a that's quite a feat to accomplish when you're doing that coach you mentioned sacks and leaner uh you know and others uh, both those guys and, and some other of your uh, offensive line they played both ways um you know i saw a lot of cramping last night in the cpa ba game uh, you know it was humid hot uh, for those linemen playing both ways like that, that's a that's a that's a testament to your strength and conditioning program, but also to those young men, um, tough young men. That's hard to do. Yeah, and I think Laner, you know, he was uh, he was recovering from an injury earlier, and in he went to a football camp earlier, and he recovered from the injury. So I think he's just now starting to get back into shape. So he's going to get better and better and better. We had one cramp last night. And uh, which was surprising me, but we also dealt with the stomach bug going around all week. So having to, these kids go down and getting COVID tested to make sure they went COVID and dealing with that all week, and and then obviously dehydrating during the week because of the of the bug. You know, I was man, I was so proud of them for sucking it up and staying with it and playing. You know, we didn't have it, we didn't have our entire offensive line together at all this week. You know, we only had two of them that practiced all week long. So I, I was very impressed with those guys for sticking it out and, and uh, you know, just hanging with that, that little bit of toughness, and that fatigue that we all get when we're dehydrated and, and tired and hot. So extremely proud of that group. Well, Coach, hey, I, I apologize. I got behind. Uh, but I appreciate you joining us. Great win. Uh, region game next week, Spring Hill. They're coming to Page on the turf, but uh, it's going to be fun. Hey, and we will definitely be talking uh, in a few weeks during the season, but congrats, brother. Uh, great start yes. to the season. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. We appreciate you.
Yes, sir. Coach Charles Rathbone, Page Patriot Football. Again, 28-0 victory over Franklin. Gateway Tire Athletes of the Week, Sarah Kate Rath of Ravenwood and Colin Hurd of Page. Rath opened the season with three goals and an assist and a 6-0 victory over Summit and then scored another goal with two assists and a win over Clarksville last week. Hurd came in at quarterback in the, in the second half of the Fairview game last week through three touchdowns while also tallying an interception on defense to lead the Patriots to a 28-20 victory over Fairview in the Battle of 840. They are your Gateway Tire Athletes of the Week, Sarah Kate Rath and Colin Hurd. Gateway Tire, proud home of the Yokohama Tire, right in the heart of Cool Springs. Anything automotive but bodywork, get in there and let Garth and the boys do what they do best. We'll be right back with the villain, Tom Crager of the Tennessean, right here on High School Sports Saturday, 104.5 Zone. Welcome back to High School Sports Saturday. It's that time of the hour. Tom Crager of the Tennessean, the villain zone, always brought to you by Warner's Athletic Construction, serving Middle Tennessee since 1998, the whole Southeast, actually. If you need turf field, doesn't matter if you're on the professional the collegiate or the high school level or parks and recreation. Warner's athletic construction is your go-to go up to the web school bell buckle and check out their Shaw Legion pro turf with a full organic infill system that they're putting in with a new track. You'll see exactly what they're about. You can find them at warnersathletic.com. We got Tom Kreger of the Tennessean TK Brentwood Academy CPA. They did not disappoint last night. All I want to know, Tate, did you get any sleep last night? Because you looked pretty amped up after that after that game. No, bro. Uh, I, I, I admit, at 1 o'clock, I was still up. <laughs> so, um, what a game, dude. That might – and it's hard – off the top of my head, it's hard to, to list them. But that would have to be one of the top five games I think I've ever covered. It was back and forth so much um, – you know, this storylines galore, first ever meeting. I mean, it was, it lived up to everyone, everything people talked about, it lived up to it and more. Well, and here's the other thing too. The crowd was unbelievable. Um, you know, I, I, sometimes CPA can be tough to get into when the traffic gets um, pretty thick, right? So, it, it, you know, about 10 minutes before kickoff, I'm like, gosh, I thought it'd be more full than this, but surely they're coming. Hey, uh, maybe 1995 Montgomery Bell Academy at Brentwood Academy. I, I don't know that I've ever seen a crowd when they when when you say standing room only. Uh, I don't even know if there was standing room only. Yeah, they were they were about three deep. I think I parked in Bellmead and walked over from there. But it was um, it was it was a huge crowd. Um, uh, you know, like I said, they were all around the track, everywhere, or not the track, all around the fence. They were deep into the fence there, too. I mean, it was anywhere they, people could stand, that's where they were. I mean, it was um, – I think I left uh, the – I left where I parked uh, probably a little after 11, and probably there were people leaving, I think, till about probably 10, 45, 10.50. I mean, they, they were – it took a long time to get everyone out of that place. Yeah, it was very cool. Hey, uh, want to know your takeaways from the game. Here is what I would uh, – I, I didn't really think about it until this morning. Uh, I think of so many cool stories. One, Landon Wells is a dude. Brentwood Academy is going to win a lot of games. But I think that the shutout, the second-half shutout by the CPA defense, so many stories about the game. But I think that's the number one story right there. They didn't score a point in the second half. 
came down to a goal line stand. Uh, what an effort, man. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you touched uh, Wells, that quarterback. I thought uh, he looked really good for first-year starting quarterback. Um, I really liked what he did with his legs in the first half. I, thought he, I think they kind of kept him more in the pocket, and that might have been what CPA was doing anyway. Um, thought, uh, I thought the two touchdown runs uh, by Langston Patterson were probably two of the best runs, physical runs. I mean, he just trucked and just people on him and this, his will to, to get in the end zone was amazing. Um, you know, that second one I think was will go down. I, mean, I think uh, Coach uh, Ingle Martin said it may go down as one of the best runs that people will see for a while. I mean, he, he pretty much had people on him for like the last 20 yards and his teammates pushing him through. And you touched on that that goal line stand. I mean, it looks. I mean, it looks bad. I mean, you're less than a minute. You're right there at the goal line, and you know, Langston. Uh, Langston gets the uh, initial stop. Some kid named Matthews uh, strips it, and uh, and then the then the kid jumps over uh, Langston. I think it's Bo Chance jumps over Langston to get the ball. And uh, what a what a comp, what a play! It just heads up for. Langston gets the initial hit. Your, your son gets the strip. And then a, a teammate jumps over Langston, dives over Langston to get the ball. I mean, it was a great, great play. It really was. It was unbelievable. Um, pandemonium in the stands, man. So, hey, uh, great players make great plays, right? And if, if number 10 is around the ball, uh, it, it's it's <laughs> – you got a pretty good chance it's going to come out your way. But, um, hey, there's going to be some great games. This, this CPA, I'm excited about CPA-BGA, uh, this BA-NBA game. Whenever that's going to be is going to be great. Lipscomb, golly. Uh, there's some great games coming in the D2AA and D2AAA. Let's talk about Pearl Cone and NBA. You want to talk about taking a program to levels uh, it hadn't been in a while, and I, I know I'm talking about a program that has two state championships under their belt, but let me tell you something. What Coach Bernetti's done with Pearl Cone, they've beaten NBA two times in a row now, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a team that beat Ravenwood 56-28. The Pearl Cone victory last night was impressive. Yes, and then you look at what uh, what Barry and Brown did. I mean, he's a four-star uh, commitment. I know Alabama – uh, really wants this kid, and you can see why. I mean, he's a wide receiver, played everywhere on the field last night, uh, played a lot of um, um, wildcat, had over 200 yards rushing, big game receiving. I mean, this this kid's doing it all for him. And like you said, I, I would have told you last week after seeing how NBA played against Ravenwood that there's no way NBA was going to lose this game. That just tells you how good Pearl is and just how competitive uh, uh, teams we have in this area. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, uh, Marty does a great job there. But like you said, Tony Bernetti, I mean, they, they they didn't play last year. 2019, they won first time ever then. And now they've won their second straight time they've played on the field uh, with a big win there. And it's just, um, um, you know, it's a, you know, a, we myself included, we talked a lot about public-private last week. And uh, big win for Metro. I know Metro's getting a lot of um, bad – social media from people saying, oh, they're down, you know, their teams are down. Pearl Cone showed everyone why, why, why that's a fallacy. I mean, they're as good a program as you will find in Middle Tennessee. And, uh, you know, Coach Bernetti does things the right way and and uh, can't wait to see what, what they do the rest of the season. Hey, man, we had Coach Trotter on earlier, um, you know, just kind of a overall Waverly point of view down there. And uh, everybody knows how serious it is, but, you know, 
anybody who knows Coach Trotter, they don't come any tougher than him. And, uh, you know, hearing him, uh, if, if that didn't put it into perspective for you, but Waverly football, you wrote a great article on it. Um, give us your thoughts on that. Yeah, uh, myself and our columnist, Gentry, has uh, spent, uh, uh, with, uh, spent time with the team. They were their first practice, kind of watched. And uh, it's just, you know, you look around and, and, you know, we were like, well, where's, you know, when you see that devastation, it was kind of a, you know, it really hit the downtown area really hard. Uh, that's where, where a lot of the homes were really uh, lost. Um, you know, when you hear stories of, of you know, a kid that says, hey, you know, one of the kids that lost their home, he was at a friend's house. He said, yeah, my mom had to be rescued off the roof by someone on a jet ski. Uh, that's when you, it hits you. You think, wow. I mean, it's just, and those, you know, they, those, let's be honest, that, that town and that, um, and that football program and all their athletic programs, they have a massive uphill climb ahead of them. But what you love to see is how they're getting – they're trying to get back to normalcy, and then you love to see um, people like the organizations like the Titans stepping forward and helping things out. Um, it's going to take a. It's going to. It's. It's not about taking taking a make taking a village to fix it. It's going to take everyone, uh, everyone, not even at Waverly, to get this to get this town back on its feet. And um, excited to see them um, play football. Hopefully, that starts next week. Um, you know, the, the coach said, well, we won't be on that game field this year. Uh, there's too many, too much glass, too many nails on the field right now. Um, so I, I believe the Titans have offered up their stadium, Nissan Stadium, for a couple home games. So uh, wow. it's going to be an interesting story the, last, the, next, the rest of the year for this program. Yeah, and I know you'll be putting it out. We'll put it out. WeAreWaverly.com is how you can help. Tom, as always, brother, you never disappoint. What a great night. Hey, week three is going to be even better. This 2021 season is going to be fun. Appreciate you, my man. Have a great weekend. All right, man. Appreciate you. The villain, Tom Kreger. You can see him at Kreger, at Tennessean. Uh, He is the GOAT. That's it for today. Up next, the Varsity Forklift Systems Football Saturday with the coach. Have a great weekend. And if you can, wearewaverly.com. Talk to you next Saturday.